This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Almighty Father, I want to say thank you for this morning. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the everlasting and immortal Redeemer, there is no one like you, Lord. There is no one like you. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the assurance we have in your, in your word. This is the confidence that we have in you, that whenever we cry unto you, you hear us. And therefore, this morning, I pray for as many people as are attempting their professional exams, attending interview so many times. I declare to you this morning, success, victory, in the name of Jesus. As many as are sick this morning, I declare healing upon that body system. Receive your healing. 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 In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, whosoever the son has set free is free indeed. Begin, begin to enjoy good health. In the name of Jesus. I say begin to enjoy good health. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Lord. We appreciate you because we are good, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You may be seated and God bless you. Yeah, I know that my time has been fast spent. I will, I will be fast as much as possible as the time can permit me. But then we are looking at the book of Psalms, Psalm 3. Psalm 3. Uh, from verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. You, O Lord, you are a shield for me. You know, a lot of Bible texts and Bible chapters, for example, the book of Job, the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, the book of Ecclesiastes, the book of um, Song of Solomon. Some of these books are written in poetic forms. Some of them, they use like um, uh, allegories. Uh, they use like a proverbial words to explain those things. And so sometimes when you read all those texts, you read them, but because you don't know the lyrics, or you know the lyrics, but you don't know the melody. upon which those chapters are written. You just read them. For example, when we are reading that chapter, Psalm 3 says, But you, O Lord, you are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my, my voice. Now, when you hear some lyrics, and you hear some, some, melody, uh, some melodious songs, you jump up. I can see that uh, that guy is so energetic indeed. I love that. Very energetic. When I grow up, I will be like you. <laughs> now, so there are some songs that you hear like that. And everything is already gone in your body system. Sickness is already gone. And there are some songs that you hear. You hear some melody. Tears of joy. 
is rolling down your cheeks. Tears of repentance, of remorse is coming down your cheek. And God looks at that as God is merciful unto you. Just as it was in Psalm 51. There are some melody that you listen to. There are some lyrics that you listen to. By the time you listen to that, you are ready. You want to say, God, I'm ready for that eternal hope. Because when you are listening, when you are reading, you are already picturing heaven right in the, in the middle of those songs. And so we see that most of all these chapters, whenever we read them, we don't really feel the melody there. We only read within the lines. For example, we see the lyrics in the song that we, we um, in, the, in, in this chapter of the Bible that we are reading. We see the lyrics. But the melody in the book, uh, in the song, in the book of 1 Samuel, I think chapter, chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3, the melody is so different from the one that David wrote in Psalm 35. For example, in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse, from verse 1, the writer is saying, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy as my Lord, for there is none beside you, nor is there any like my God. Talk no more proudly and on and on like that. But in Psalm 35, the lyrics may be different. Oh Lord, oppose those who oppose me. Fight those who fight against me. Put your armor and take your shield and prepare battle and come to my aid. Lift up as your prayer. The lyrics is different. The melody is different. The same way the melody of Psalm 100 is not the same thing as the melody in Psalm 3 we are singing now. The melody of Psalm 100 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. O ye land, serve the Lord with gladness and come before him with shouting, with singing, is different from the lyrics and the melody in Psalm 3 here. But I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When people listen to your lyrics, when people listen to the, to the melody of your song, it will be inspirational in the name of Jesus. It will be soul-lifting in the name of Jesus. It will be encouraging in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so, when we are talking of this Psalm 3, Psalm 3, Psalm 3, it says, you are my shield and the one who lifts up my head. We all know what a shield means. We are coming back a little bit to that. But you want to know why or what, it, what brought about this chapter of the Bible. What brought about that? If you look at Exodus chapter 1, uh, chapter 15 from verse 1, you are going to see the reason why this woman, Miriam, composed that song. And if you look at 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 17, you are going to see the reasons why this woman composed that song. The reason why this man, David, composed that song, we need to look behind that. Before we look at that, Shield that is there. 
Say, you, oh Lord, you are my shield. And that song was composed at the very time that Absalom, his own very son, was after his life. When Absalom, his own very son, was after the throne, he was after the throne and he was after his life. And I want you to know that there is no other dangerous enemy than the one that you live with. That's number one. There's no other dangerous enemy than the one that you must not kill. The people that are in the military. It's not all the enemy that you can kill. Some enemy, you have to capture them alive. The Bible says, the enemy of a man, in the book of Micah, the enemy of a man are the members of his own household. And in my culture in Africa, they say that if the enemy inside cannot kill you, the one from outside cannot kill you. So Absalom was after David's life. The enemy that's so close to you can easily get you. Because they know, he knows what you are up to. If David raised up his hand like this, Absalom knew, knew what he meant. If David jumped up like this, Absalom knows where he's jumping to. Because he grew up with his father. The Philistines, they wanted to get Samson. He was a powerful man. They tried and tried and tried. <clears throat> They couldn't get him. How do we get this man? They send his own very wife to him. The Philistines, they wanted to get Daniel. They tried and tried and tried. I mean, sorry, the enemies, they wanted to get Daniel. They tried and tried and tried. They couldn't get him, of course. They did everything they could. They saw this man was such a righteous man. In finances, they couldn't. They couldn't get him. In humanizing, they couldn't get him. And finally, the Bible didn't tell us maybe he married or not. Maybe if he had married, they would have gone through the wife. But they couldn't get him. The people, they wanted to get our Lord Jesus Christ. They tried. They tried and tried. Actually, I don't, I, I don't understand that area. I don't really know. Because they wanted to, to get him. They couldn't know him. They went through Judas. And Judas told them, anyone that I go to kiss. Right? How did they, know, did, did they not know him? How possible? But he compromised. Do you know that is the case of the devil, our, our adversary? That is just his, his case. And that is why the devil can easily get you. But he will not get you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? Because he was part of the angels in heaven. Before you quote the Bible, he already knew that. Before you start, he knows where you are going. When you are thinking about that, he knows what, what, you, are, what you want to say. So even if you quote wrongly, he can even correct you. That is the enemy we are dealing with. But I pray for you in the name of the Lord that God Almighty will shield you 
in the mighty name of Jesus. From enemies that you don't even know. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then number two, the enemy that you cannot kill. Saul was an enemy to David. David could not kill. He must not even kill him. You remember even somebody that probably lied that he, that he killed Saul. You know what happened to him. Even when David caught the hem of the garment of Saul, you know what David did. He couldn't kill him. He couldn't. David could not kill Absalom. Of course, when they were after him, he warned them, be careful with this boy, Absalom. Don't kill him. So when they eventually killed him, he was so bad. To the, to, to the extent that the people began to say, oh, so you love your, your son more than us? I remember in those days, whenever they, they were doing riot, the, the leaders... The policemen were, were always after them. But when they discovered that, they now use children as their shield. I don't know if you can remember that. They surround themselves with children because they know that the policemen could not shoot children. So whatever they want to do, they do it in, right in the middle of those children. Policemen will not shoot children. And I remember this case very long time ago. I won't mention him. There was this man, a military man, some gunmen went to his house, maybe uh, armed robbers. So by the time they met him, he brought out his weapon. So oh, by the time those people saw him, they used his own son to shield. Oh, okay. Brought out his gun, shoot the boy. And he, yeah. Because if he didn't do that, then he knew that he would get, get him. But I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord will shield you. Protect you around in the mighty name of Jesus. Have a very short time. Let me jump a little bit. What must I do to be shielded, to be protected? Number one, you need to be full of good deeds. We can see this in the book of Acts chapter, uh, chapter 9 verse 32. We see Dockers. When Dockers fell down and died, and the people began to talk, Began to talk, he did this for me, he did that for me, he did that for me, and did that for me. I, then the Lord said, oh, if this lady goes like that, a lot of people will suffer. I better return her. Do you know that in the church, sometimes, some people, they are in the church. Pastors or leaders don't feel their presence. So if they leave, it doesn't cost them anything. And that's why you are here this morning. I want you to make your presence known all the time. Some people will leave the church and the pastor will always, almost be crying. When Dockers was about to leave, God said, oh, if this lady should leave, a lot of people will suffer. I better return her. Your good deed can be so useful for you, can be a shield for you. Then your service unto God can shield you from untimely death. We see this in the life of the Hezekiah. I, of course, I love to read that. Uh, it's in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 13, verse 14, or Isaiah, chapter 38, verse 5. Isaiah 38, verse 5. It says, Hezekiah turned his face. When he was told I was going to die, he turned his face unto God unto the, and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully with my whole heart. And the Lord remembered that. 
and added another 15 years. If somebody is 15 years now, if he stand up, you are going to see that it's a grown-up woman. So your good work can earn you shield. Your work for the Lord can earn you shield. And then, I will jump a little. Your hospitality too can earn you shield from destruction. We see this in the book of Genesis chapter 19 from verse 29. Genesis 19, 29. Uh, by the time the angels, from, if you read from uh, verse 1, the angels from uh, chapter 18, the angels went to, to Abraham. After leaving Abraham, they went to Sodom and Gomorrah. By the time they were entering the city, Lot met them. You are welcome. God bless you. Can you please come inside? Some of us, you are not, we, we, some of us, we are just, um, uh, we don't know how to embrace people. Even some people that work in the hospital, they, don't, they are not even hospitable. Lord, I believe that is running in the family. If you read chapter 18, chapter 19, you are going to see a lot of similarity. How Abraham entertained these people. And the Lord now asked, how can I hide anything from this man? Don't let doing good be so alien from you. Don't let good be so hard for you to do. It can shield you in the day of danger. That was what attracted the mind of, of these people. And they said, okay, we are going to save you. He was saved from destruction. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord will save you and save members of your family in the mighty name of Jesus. To do good will not be so difficult for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me jump, uh, and uh, maybe I want to conclude with this one. So many years ago, I think somewhere in Fort Worth, a gunman went to the church there. They call it Freeway, Freeway Church of Christ. And then by the time this gunman went inside the church, he brought out his weapon and was shooting people. But then somebody else brought his own weapon and shot him down. But that is not my issue. But then the uh, newcaster told us that there was this one man. He went to his, uh, to his own wife and covered her up. He covered her up so that the bullet will not reach her. In a second scenario, one other Baptist church, 26 people were killed there. There was this woman that went to the church, went with her four children. When the government went and pulled out his trigger, then the woman went ahead and covered her own four children up there. The bullet hit her, killed two of the children, speared two. What do I want to say in essence there? Trust in man can be so empty. Man is so vulnerable. And when we are talking of shield, shield is something like this, just like uh, the police or the, uh, they have it in their hand. It's just like a, it's a defensive uh, weapon. It's not an offensive weapon. So when you use that shield, as at that time, it can cover your chest. But your legs are exposed. Your back is exposed. You can use it on your head, this part is exposed. Use it on your leg. This part is ex exposed. That's for human shield. 
that means human shield is vulnerable. If you use man as your shield, it's so vulnerable. But it is God's protection that even if you pull your trigger, the bullet will not go in. But as I round up this morning, looking at these two scenarios, the first man, he went straight to his own wife, not someone else's wife. The woman there, she went to her own children, not someone else's children. For you to enjoy that shield from God, you need to be a child of God. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.